So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Well, hello, hello, another episode on the Holy Equipped Podcast down, and uh, this episode is a special episode because I have a little guest with me, so I just want to apologize in advance if my son, my four-month-old little baby, he is currently on my lap as I record this because he woke up from a nap screaming, <laughs> so we're just going to keep him here beside me. Um, so if you hear any kind of weird sounds going on, that is my little one. Um, I also have a pug and they make the weirdest sounds as well. And so she's been just kind of chilling around here. So, um, definitely a raw episode, but I think it's fitting that that's the case because this is a very special episode. Um, you may have seen from the title of it, um, that I'm celebrating six years of sobriety And that was actually on July 10th, Um, but I post on Tuesdays, so here we are two days later. But I wanted to take some time to acknowledge my um, six years of sobriety. Uh, It's not like a, what's it called, a milestone year. It's not like uh, my five years or ten years or anything like that. But uh, if anybody's been down the road of sobriety every day is a miracle. Um, and, uh, so why not? Um, I always say this to myself. I always say this, never let me forget the day before day one. I always told myself that in the early days of my sobriety, um, as a way to stay humble and to just never forget. And with each passing month, it did seem to get easier Um, I remember it would be minute by minute, hour by hour, and then day by day, then week by week, and then it would get easier, then month by month. And um, I remember taking selfies in the mirror of myself every time I hit a certain milestone, one week or one month, you know, 28 days, 30 days. Um, And it seemed to get easier. Um, But I think I always knew that I never wanted to get comfortable just in case that the day would come that I could convince myself that I could drink again. So here I am celebrating six years and I, I've had that thought. Yes. I've had that thought many times of whether I can drink again. Um, and sometimes I even think, well, surely I can have a drink now. Um, I'm a more mature person. I'm a more healed person. <laughs> yes, my son's even hopefully agreeing. Yes, mommy, you're you're very strong. <laughs> um, I'm a more stable person as well. Um, but that didn't come without without work, and those are the things I stand to lose. It it, it comes it can come with the cost. I think about the cost of what it could take if I were to drink again. I often ask myself, will it really add to my life now that I've gone so long without it? No, it 
wouldn't add to my life. Could it hurt my life by having just one drink now? Maybe not. It's just one drink. Could it possibly have devastating effects in case I were to slip back to that feeling of losing control and being helpless to alcohol again? Absolutely. Absolutely would have devastating effects. It's just not worth having the possible negative when I don't even see the point of a pause. Like there is no positive for it. It's been so long. My life is great without it. So I have no need to add it back in. But, you know, I do still want to talk about my sobriety because it's honestly something I forget about myself. You know, like I said, it's been so long. It's so far removed from my current lifestyle now. Like I'm not sitting here recording this episode with my little baby on my lap and a glass of wine. Although that probably wouldn't be so bad. (laughs) Um, But um, I'm not. I mean, it's just not there. It's just not a part of my life. It never crosses my mind. Um, And so it's so easy to not think about it, to honestly forget that I even had an issue before. Yeah. Yeah, right? And then I think, wow, like I just said that. I can't even believe I just said that. When I stop and really think about what I just said, when I think about where, because that's where I am today. But then I think about from where I was the day before day one to now, I realize what a miracle it is to get to be able to say that. It has honestly been such a long time that when I hang out people now, today, um, I'm sure they don't not see me with no beer in my hand am i saying if they don't see me with a beer in my hand they don't think it's weird no wait i don't have a beer if they see me not with a beer in my hand they don't think it's weird um maybe they think that's just my lifestyle i don't drink uh maybe they think it's a religious discipline thing you know whatever it is or actually, I'm pretty sure nobody thinks about it, actually, um, when I'm not drinking somewhere. I feel like it's it's uh, so normal, I guess, to see someone not drinking or drinking and not just assume that they have had a drinking problem. Um, but in the past, when I was newly sober, I do remember that was a thought huge in my head. But also, people saw me drink. And then they saw me not. So um, it it felt like it was a lot of explaining. But now it's been so long, I never have to explain why I drank and now why I don't. Um, And when I tell about my life or any kind of testimony, you know, I'll kind of mention like, oh, yeah, my drunk days or, you know, oh, I don't drink anymore. You know, don't I've had, you know, lots of whatever, you know terrible dark days and stuff. But uh, my testimony doesn't really come up, you know, like I don't really share that anymore. You know, I'm not really in settings where, you know, if it was fresh and raw, like if we, if we talk about things that are fresh and raw right now, I just be talking about being a new mom, you know, (laughs) like I'm not going to sit there and be like, Oh yeah, six years ago when, when I was a drunk, you know, like it's just not going to come up in my testimony as I'm getting to know people or whatever. I'm going to share about kind of what I'm going through now. Um, so that's just a part of my life that feels 
like a ghost in my past. Like it's been so long, like a ghost that's just wandered off. Like it's just gone now. It doesn't even haunt me anymore. Again, I still can't believe I'm saying that. Like just remembering the day before day one. And I still can't believe I'm saying that. Like that's crazy. But in an effort to have me never forget, I always want to remember. And sometimes I feel silly doing it. Um, but it's important. And so that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to commemorate, commemorate that miracle in my life that I've had. Um, because to this day, you know, it's, it may not be a thought I have every single day of like, Oh, I'm not going to drink today. You know, it may not be a thing I battle with anymore, but every day when I do have, like we all have struggles, right? And when I do have my moments of doubt in my faith or when I feel far from God or when I feel like he's not doing anything in my life, um, all I have to do is remember that, um, that miracle in my life the day before day one. And then I remember that he's not far away and how very real God is. And uh, so... Uh, that's what I'll do. I'll commemorate it. So how am I going to commemorate it? Well, um, well, I'll tell you. Let me tell you about the day before day one. Um, so I was, um, I had struggled for many years with my drinking. Um, but, you know, with anything, it reaches a breaking point. It reaches its peak, its climax, right? So at the peak, at the very height of the worst of my drinking days, um, in that final year, actually, I never could go longer than three days. I think the longest streak I ever had of trying to quit drinking was three days. So really, I never really went longer than a day, two days. <laughs> I think three days was like a victory. And I'm like, well, that was great. Let's go have a drink again. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so in, the, in that final year, um, I was more intoxicated than I was sober. So it's kind of interesting for anyone who knew me to be like, you know, for, for most of the time that you were interacting with me, I probably had some in some alcohol in me, some kind of substance in, in there, you know? So like I wasn't always fully present in my life. And um, I remember that I had to um, I was a, a mentor at my old church for the youth, and I remember we were going to a youth conference, and um, I almost didn't go. I, I was getting a lot of anxiety about, um, I, I think I was trying to, like, practice being sober, right? Like, uh, like I said, I think a three days was the longest streak I could go, but this conference was going to go five days, and I'm like, I, I remember being in a panic. I remember being so anxious leading up to that like I like almost had a breakdown or maybe I did probably don't remember it you know um where I probably drank myself to oblivion and don't remember it but um the thought that I was gonna have to go five days without drinking I didn't know how I was gonna be able to do it um so uh I remember I was not going to go to this conference. I had um, some car troubles that had popped up at the time. Um, and, you know, I was single, um, living with a couple roommates. I was a school teacher um, and um, not the richest, probably because I was spending a lot of my money on drinking. But um, 
I, um, I, I just remember with some car troubles that I had, I was like, this is my perfect out. I can't afford to go. I just can't afford to go. So I remember, um, letting them know at my church that I wasn't going to be able to go to get, to pay for my ticket. I wasn't going to be able to make it. Um, and, um, God has his ways, right? Somebody, um, through the scholarship that they have to not only pay for student tickets, had also paid for a mentor ticket for me. And I remember like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Trying to get out of this thing in there. I had to go. Now I had to go. But oh my gosh, I can tell you on, um, I think the bus, it was, this was like the first day after, um, I, I woke up that morning, um, hungover, of course, because naturally, of course I was drinking the night before. It's what I do, you know, <laughs> like, um, I think I was blackout like every night and I'd wake up, I woke up knowing I needed to go to the church, you know, and, um, get ready to go on this trip where I wouldn't be able to drink for five days. And I remember sitting on that bus going towards Daytona beach with all these kids and everything. And, I couldn't even enjoy myself. I was stressing out so bad at just the mere thought that I couldn't have a drink for the whole time I was there. And um, I, I think I remember that I was planning in my head to um, ask the bus driver to pull over at the next at the next rest stop, and that I was going to get off. And that I was just going to ask, like, call an Uber or something uh, to go back home. Like, I was that desperate. So I think, I, I and I think I actually was right to the point where, like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just going to get up and I'm going to tell the bus driver I have to get off the bus and I need to get to the next rest stop. And um, I think I just texted my friend at the time. Uh, she was also a mentor to me and I just texted her and she just kind of talked me through it. And of course that was a God moment too, that also saved my life because I didn't get off the bus. I didn't ask to get off. Like how ridiculous would that have been? Um, and I did it and I went <laughs> and, um, I, you know, a lot of things happened at that conference, um, that changed my life. Uh, God speaking to me, um, the girls that I was rooming with that I mentored there, they had an impact on me. Um, and it was, it was moving in a way that I never drank again. Um, I remember before even getting home after, like, I remember the conference was coming to a close and I knew, I knew that, um, I wasn't drinking again. I knew that God had fixed me in an instant, but I had a fear. I had this, uh, and I wish I could explain, but it, I think it was the second day, honestly, the second day or the, the first full day, I think it was the first day and I was sitting on that beach. And that was a moment that I had between me and God where he spoke to me. And I knew, I can't even explain it, but I knew in that moment that I was healed. I knew it. Um, but as the days went on and we got closer to the end of the conference, I did have a fear in my mind of, Oh gosh, well, it's so easy to say I'm sober now. I'm not drinking anymore for the rest of my life. It's easy to say that, um, when you're, when you have no way to get to alcohol, but I was going to go back home and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I knew a journey of sobriety was going to be minute by minute 
hour by hour. And you can never tell yourself that you're never going to drink again because that's too daunting. And I went back home and here I am six years later. <laughs> I'll spare you the details of the last six years, but, um, God healed me in an instant because I felt it. I felt the healing and I hang on to that moment. Um, when I have doubts, when I have questionings about my faith, my beliefs, or when I'm in a waiting season and I feel like God's not hearing me or seeing me or doing anything in my life. And I can't deny that moment um, on the beach there with God in Daytona Beach. Not a bad place to be. <laughs> um, but like, if you want to say, oh, my dark moment was on the beach in Daytona. <laughs> okay. All right, Molina, aren't you lucky? Um, but... Um, I cannot deny that moment. I can't explain it. I can't, it's just something that's in my own story, my own testimony that can prove that I know without a shadow of a doubt that God is real and that he moves and that he hears and that he sees and boy, howdy does he work on his time because I can't tell you how many times I cried in a parking lot by the liquor store many times being like, God, stop me, stop me from going in there. And it never happened. It never happened. Um, and I'd be heartbroken yet again and be like, oh, I'm going to die like this. Um, but God knew. God knew the timing. God knew what he was leading me up to. He knew how he was going to do it. And um, I think that's why I always want to forever commemorate my sobriety journey, even though it's not even something I think about now. But... Never let me forget the day before day one. So, um, I think the biggest thing I, I always tell people, um, you know, it's like, we always want to prove to people like our faith is real, that Christianity is the right thing and that God is real and the Bible's real and it's because of this or because of that. And the Bible says, you know, all that, but our biggest way to, to witness to other people is our own story in our own lives and um, nobody can take that truth away from you if you remember when you said yes to Jesus when God saved your life um, from eternal death right um, that's a miracle that's a miracle because Jesus died and then rose again like that's a miracle and it's because of that that we are saved so when you have had a moment like that, a salvation moment, um, a moment, a miracle, that is a miracle to hang on to, that the day that you had that moment that you gave your life to Jesus, that's a moment, an instant in time that nobody can take away from you and proof that God exists. I still have my doubts, of course. I'm just a human, <laughs> you know, um, but I, I can like, like today, talk about my story or look back to things in my past and I no matter how hard I might try um, to run or not believe or whatever I just can't not believe it, it's impossible um, so you know that that moment that we have our own miracle in our life the day God saved us that's our little lucky rock that we keep in our pocket that we like 
smooth our fingers over or whatever um, or our safety blanket when we're scared or the midnight speed dial when we need someone to talk to in an emergency that that's what our salvation is that's god and so uh yeah um my sobriety may my it may feel so far removed from who i am today no no effects i mean i'm not gonna go and have a drink today to celebrate um like i said would one drink affect me probably not but are the consequences and the positives do they weigh the scales just not balanced i'm not even gonna bother (laughs) so i'll stay sober um but i i do recognize that even though it's easy today and even though it's so far removed i do want to take the time to always remember it every year because it'll allow me to never forget the day before day one the day that god saved my life so um yeah so Praise God for that. Praise God for whatever that moment is in your life. If you happen to be listening to this and uh, you're waiting for something in desperation for God, um, I I pray that my own story maybe lets you know that he's he's not finished with you. Um, he is working in your behalf. And so hang on to that. All right. Well, so happy six-year anniversary to me, and I, again, I'm so excited to be in your ears uh, again with this podcast. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, so I'll be in your ears again next week with a special message about the future of this podcast. So definitely come back next week. I hope you heard Asher right there. Oh, it looks like it's time to eat. So perfect timing. Um, I will be in your ears again next week. <laughs>